You're listening to Marriage Case Side Effects with your host Sunny and Ish Lamba, a perfectionist wife and a laid-back husband trying to balance this roller coaster we call marriage. Join us as we talk about relationships, sex, kids, parenting, mood swings, all raw and real and all with a weird sense of humor. And now, my fellow riders, hold on tight and please welcome your hosts, Sunny and Ish. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to Marriage Case Side Effects with Ish and Sunny. And I'm your host, Sunny. And I'm Ish. So today, our topic is, Till Kids Do Us Part. And there's a story behind that. Do you want to tell that? Sure. So when we were in Calgary, long time ago, actually a few years ago, uh, we were at Cal- Calgary Stampede, and uh, we got some pictures taken there with, you know, the Western style hat and boots and then we put it as a fancy license plate and on that we had a slogan till kids do us part and that was your idea (laughs) of course because i could see the future much more clearly than you well he didn't really do us part (laughs) you think i think he brought us closer at a very deep level i'm still trying to find that deep level you're talking about I, I think it's too deep. I just can't see it. On that note, today we're going to talk about the little cute thing that entered our life and changed it forever. We're going to talk, talk about how things change after you have kids, the biggest side effect of marriage. But let's first start with our first segment. You are annoying because... You're annoying because I'll go first. Because last time you said I cheated. When? What are you talking about? Short-term memory loss. Okay, so I'll go first. You are annoying because (laughs) you fart all the time. Like, all the time. Yeah, because I don't like to keep things with me. I like (laughs) to share. Good, bad, ugly. It's a family concept. Yep, let's not even go there. That's my you're annoying. I love you, but you are annoying because of all the reasons we're going to give in this episode. Oh. Yes. You mean? You mean the little nine-year-old boyfriend you have? (laughs) He's so cute, yaar. So am I. Yeah, some people have no idea what cuteness is. Okay, fine. I'm annoying because I love my child. More than I love my husband. More? There's no love for the husband left. The (laughs) love is all gone to the child. Alright, I guess we are already starting our topic for the day. The side effect, the biggest side effect of marriage. How things change after having a kid. So the life before versus the life after a kid. We're going to talk about that. Ish, you want to start? Since I can clearly see you have a lot to talk about this. Yes. Because I've been pushed to the bottom of the totem pole. I'm actively and passively and whateverly ignored. I, I just don't understand. Keep telling you that when we get old, this guy is going to go away. And we are we will be left for each other. I'm telling you. This is not a good investment. 
all right, I'll accept that. Since Neil was born, I definitely ignore you a lot. But what can I do? Who should I love more? The person I created or the person I met on a random website? <laughs> well, the person we created? Oh, yes, I forgot. <laughs> Let's start with that conversation. <laughs> if you really want to go there. Okay, so we'll leave it for our listeners. Does this happen? How many moms out there just can't take their eyes off the beautiful creations they have created? I mean, I can't. He's just too cute. And that dimple and those eyelashes, he's just so cute. Let's get on to the next one. This is not going to end otherwise, I'm telling you. <laughs> on that note, um, so I think vacations are not that easy now that we have this. I mean, he's nine now. I'm talking about before because, you know, we have all, all different ages and their kids are different ages. Definitely, that was a big one. Yes, and... uh. When we got married, I asked Sunny where all your travel. We were comparing notes, and then Sunny, we were ta- started talking about Las Vegas, and Sunny had never been there. I was kind of shocked because she's living in Canada, just next door. I said, "Okay, let's do Las Vegas." And then once we started, every single year we went to Vegas. Once we even drove to Vegas, we are that crazy. Oh, those Vegas trips have become a distant memory. Although we did go to Vegas with Neil um, in 2019, and he loved it as much as the parents do. We might as well go on to Disneyland. I know. <laughs> we ended up doing all kiddish stuff. <laughs> exactly. I would not call it a Vegas trip. Yeah, and he, but he now he wants to go all the time. He's like, can we go to Vegas again? I guess the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. <laughs> But but yeah, I mean, it definitely became more difficult. We love travel and we have traveled a lot and it was so much easier before, like on a weekend, just pick up and go. You know, who cares? Whatever. We'll eat wherever. We'll eat, do whatever. But it now needed a lot more planning. Yeah, I remember when uh, Neil was just born and like a couple of weeks or about a month later, we were just driving. We just picked up Neil, put it in car seat, and we started driving. And I said, "Oh, we don't have diapers. Oh, we don't have wipes. God. We have nothing, and we have a little kid in the back." Oh my God! I can't remember. Did he? Did he actually poop? He did not. But it was very scary because after that we turned around and then we came back home. We packed everything which we were supposed to do initially. Okay, I remember going to the prenatal classes back then. Remember going to a parenting class. Yeah, I know, right? That's the sad reality. We just kind of get thrown into this. I mean, there are parenting classes. We never took one. I think we did a good job so far. We became Google parents. We did. I I am like the biggest Google mom ever. Like, I Google everything. But I think we've done a good job. We'll see when the teenagers hit. You ready for that? I'm not ready for that. But we did take him everywhere. We did not let having a kid stop us and i i think i mean that's what everyone should do i understand and i'm not saying i understand kids are different some kids are more um hyper hyper or they need more attention or maybe you know they're more anxious in strange situations luckily with neil it wasn't that hard and we went everywhere we went to europe when he was three years old And we didn't even take a stroller with us because in Europe, there's lots of stairs and it was no point having a stroller. And it went really well. 
I think he, we really got him used to walking for for a long distance. Yeah, early uh, in his years when we you know always used to go hiking. Yeah, and he just got used to uh, you know us uh, going out, not not just staying at home. That really helped shape him. And I think going to the movies. Uh, do you want to talk about that movie incident when he was so little? Is that uh, the what movie was that? Uh, Hobbit. Hobbit. Yes. The loudest oh, movie. My God, he was so little, and we packed him in his car seat. Um, so we literally, you know, carried the car seat into the movie theater, and he was sleeping. And three hours. This like Hobbit is a long movie. And a loud one. And a loud one because there's like war and I don't know. This kid slept through the whole movie, and I think more than halfway through, I was like, "Is he really in there?" I actually picked up the blanket because he was like nicely covered. I actually picked up the blanket and checked: is my child still in there? He slept through the movie. Yeah, I mean, this it it is just amazing, you know, how kids adapt and kids yeah. become resilient. Yeah. Uh, we we have yes we, you know being parents we are protective as well but we have not gone overboard on the protection part we have given him the face the same elements uh, which we face yeah we've moved around so much yeah and he's become a really resilient kid but having said that I am a big proponent of nature versus nurture so I agree that kids are born with certain. Uh, characteristics and not every kid probably can travel that much but definitely you know we have pushed Neil and sometimes too far uh, moving to Ontario was hard on him all we did was just a little bit more planning we still continue doing hiking we still continue going for movies we don't have our parents both of our parents have passed we didn't have anyone for to look after him Neil was a breath holder so no one could babysit him because he literally would hold his breath and almost pass out so everyone was scared so we couldn't do much so we didn't have a choice we had to take him everywhere with us and i i think uh in the hindsight i think it did him very well actually it did actually yeah you were right so um my advice for parents is of course you are the parent you know your child best you know what works for your child but do try do give it a try don't just completely stop doing things that you were doing before having kids try it and if it doesn't work for you then you work with your kid what works with your child do different things maybe but do go out try to do the things that you loved before becoming a parent and also remember you still have a husband ah uh, yeah <laughs> you know we're a family of 3 now So on that note, let's move to the next point. Uh would you want to talk about sex? What sex? Exactly my point. What what are you even talking about? What's that? Yeah, something with the show in movies. Oh, something we used to do before Neil was born. Is yes. that what you're talking about? Yes. Exactly. So, you know, we have three bedrooms, three people, we sleep in three different beds for all that matters now. Definitely that's a big 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 side effect I would agree. This is the main effect it's not the damn side effect. Okay fine it's the main effect. Definitely you know your couple time reduces everything becomes family time. Remember when he was little I mean he still does that but not that much. But when he was little you and I would hug and how like he was like what 3 years old maybe he would push us like he would squeeze in the middle and push us away from each other. 
I think he has been successful in what he was doing. I know, right? Yeah. So, yes, that that def- little schemer. <laughs> that little planner. He made sure there's no more kids because he wanted all my love and attention which he succeeds to get. So, yeah, definitely that People is- in the podcast can't see when I'm staring at you, right? No, they can't see I but I can see you staring at me. <laughs> it's not helping, is it? Not really. Not really because, you know, as soon as that does cute little package comes you'll be all over drooling again and again <laughs> and again okay so everyone now knows that i love my child to death like oh my god and i'm not just love i'm like all so, sometimes you know he'll be sitting there and i just look at him and i'm just like i have these little hearts in my eyes and he's oh, i can't believe that i created this human but let's keep continue talking about side effects because I can ca- keep on talking about my child forever. Me too. Entirely different light. And yeah. what I've been missing. So coming back to the point that definitely after having kids, your couple time gets affected. What you can do and what Ish and I have done is taking time for ourselves. Um, it hasn't been very successful lately because of COVID and because us moving to a new province. We don't know anyone. With COVID, we couldn't get a babysitter. But in the past, we had made sure, other than the first one and a half year, when he was holding his breath and we couldn't get him to get get anyone to babysit, we always went out on dates. We found a babysitter at least, you know, every couple of weeks. Every couple of weeks, yes. Sometimes when he was in the daycare, Ish would come to my work and we would go out for a lunch date. We spent time together. And I want to do a topic on that, actually, on how to keep that relationship alive and spark alive and give that's an entirely different topic. But we have made sure that we do that, um, giving little gifts to each other. And it's not about the gift. It's about the gesture. And Ish is actually really, really good at it. I suck at finding gifts or giving surprises. I can never keep a surprise. Yeah, but that is your you and... That is me, and we we have different personalities at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah. I mean, since I'm always busy, I used to be always busy traveling, everything else. We used to get very little time together, you know. So it, it the onus definitely is on me to uh, to work more, work harder on our relationship, because you also taking care of our little precious kid at the end of the day. He said precious, and it's on record now. He's precious. But the love has been replaced. That brings me to the next point that after having kids, life gets busy. Very busy. And, I mean, you have to take care of this little human. Especially, you know, when he was just born and Ish was traveling all the time. And I was like a full-time single mom almost. Other than the weekends when you were home or some days when you were home. And you can't just... Like, you have to totally change your life because before Neil, we would just eat whatever. Oh, you know, I don't want to cook today. Maybe just eat popcorn for dinner. For Well, I can eat popcorn any, any day, every day. But, you know, you can sleep whenever you want. Yeah, we, we really didn't have to, you know, make a timetable. We really didn't have to put the weekend schedule together. Okay, we're going to do this, but we can't do this. We can't get up at 6 in the morning and go for a long drive or whatever. Yeah. We have to think about, you know, when the kids slept. And the kid is going to get some free time. And the one thing that I can say here is that you have to support each other. 
and i can't say this enough ish has been my biggest support remember one time ish when i called you and i was just like i'm done i quit i was crying he was in a con- convention a conference or something yeah i was in uh, bamford jasper Yes and yes. you were only 4 hours away from Edmonton and you just drove that afternoon for your conference which was starting that evening and I called around I think 8 p.m. and I am crying and I'm like I'm done I quit I'm done what had happened was that Neil as I said was a breath holder and he held his breath 6 times in 1 hour he just didn't want to sleep and I don't know what happened and I finally I put him in his crib the monitor was on and i came downstairs because i really thought that okay i might hurt him right now like i needed to leave i needed to leave the room and i came downstairs and i called ish and you could hear neil crying on the baby monitor in the background and there i'm crying and i'm like i'm done i'm done i quit yeah. what did you do i remember i was uh, uh, having you know some dinner with my colleagues and uh, I, when i got your call i normally move out in the balcony or whatever so that we we can talk and then all i could hear is this is it i'm done and i could hear you crying and you know i didn't know what to say because whatever i i would say is not going to really help the pain at that time so i i just listened to you and i put the phone down and uh, i told my boss that uh, i have to go i had just checked in my car was still in the front of the lobby yeah. yeah and you drove back you drove back the 4 hours and <laughs> the funniest part was you came home neil was sleeping peacefully in his room in his crib i was sleeping peacefully in the bedroom and you got home at midnight because i called you around 8 8:30 and you come in and i'm like why are you here and you said did you hear yourself on the phone and i was actually mad that why did you come back because I was like oh so next time if I am upset I can't call you because I am scared that you would have to leave your work and you said no sunny I have to be here with you work is okay they can handle it I'll go again tomorrow or whenever it was a four day conference and you just came back and that's what I'm talking about of course not all the time it's possible for someone to come back you were only 4 hours drive away but supporting each other and and I don't want to be biased here but most of the time the mom needs more support sometimes the father is a stay at home dad but i'm talking about hormones as well after having a baby you know there's the postpartum hormones and some most of the time it's the mother who needs more support i think most of the kids also they sense it they're closer to mom as well uh, oh, yeah. versus father i mean if she looks statistically i used to travel a lot so i had other outlets i could talk to colleagues i could be out in a different zone versus you being 24 hours with the kid it really takes a toll emotionally physically on on you right so to to compound it i traveled so much and it was my guilty feeling that i'm not being able to spend time with you uh, and the kid and i'm not being able to share the the responsibilities which i should be sharing to be honest with you that guilt is still there today uh, i've been trying to catch up as much as i can but obviously i i will never be able to reduce the gap for the first few years most part i was missing because of my work i do want to say that for new parents support each other be there for each other share the responsibilities of course a father maybe you can't breastfeed but you can take the bottle feedings and you can wash the bottles you can change ish always changed his diapers and ish always gave him the bath so share those responsibilities be there for each other 
I thought you didn't share his, you didn't change his diaper because you were scared he's going to pee on you. No, I changed his diaper when you were not there, but I'm talking about sharing the responsibilities. So yeah, this topic is a huge one. We want to keep these episodes short. So our next segment, I love you because, and I'm going first again. We're recording this a day before Father's Day. And I want to say that I love you because you are the best father that Neil could have had. The connection you guys have, and stop crying. <laughs> the connection you have with him and the things you have done for him. I always get mad at you that you don't do anything for yourself. It's always our needs that come first. You won't buy a pair of shoes for yourself. But for me, I say anything or Neil says anything. It's the first thing. So I love you because you're the best father Neil could have had. And I love you because you have actually helped me grow as a person. As a, as a father, you, you made sure that we have those values at home, which we have ingrained in our kid as well. Um, and I can only be a good father if, you know, we, we have each other's back, each other's support as, as a family. You, you can't do this single-handedly. So thank you. So on that note, I want to wish a happy Father's Day to all of our dad listeners or the moms who take the role of a dad. And we would love to hear how kids have changed the dynamics of your marriage. You can follow us on Instagram at sunny underscore lamb. You can also download, share with your friends the podcast. We would really appreciate it. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Thank you so much. Bye from me. Bye. Take care. Thank you for listening to Marriage Case Side Effects. New episodes every second and fourth Tuesday. If there's a topic you would like us to talk about, please reach out on Instagram at sunny underscore lambak.